Damn, son, where'd you find this? Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Tall, Dark, and Ratchet podcast. I'm your host, Marcel Williams. This is episode 127. And happy Carabana weekend to everybody celebrating. I've said it before and I'll say it again. Carabana is like the uh, black version of the Pride Parade. You know, um, seeing that Black History Month is celebrated in the coldest and shortest month of the year. It's nice to see that, you know, as uh, colored folk, we can go out and wild out and have our bits and pieces swinging and dangling as well. Um, I'm hoping everyone is staying safe this weekend. I know uh, some people were reluctant to step out thinking that there may be some acts of violence, which to be fair, could happen at any given moment, um, anytime throughout the year. So it's not really fair to uh, point the finger at those celebrating Carabana, OVO Fest, Veld, or whatever else is taking place this weekend. I um, have been participating in some of the uh, the madness, some of the antics that have been taking place. And I got to say, you know, it's uh, it's exhausting at my old age. Um, I have some friends in from out of town. I had some friends in from New York. There's some, uh, some people in from Winnipeg, um, as well as some of the other outskirts of Ontario that have come down for the weekend. You know, it's always great to see those people, but like, you know, when the whole city is kind of just wiling, it just, it starts to be a little bit overwhelming if I'm being honest. Um, cause I like to, you know, get a little sauced up and just roam the areas and just kind of, you know, gawk and look. But sometimes uh, some people take it too far. For example, right on Friday, as soon as I was done work, I got a phone call from a friend from Kelowna. Wasn't expecting that call. Um, they actually didn't even realize that Caravan and OVO Fest were taking place this weekend. They were only in town because of a wedding. So we went and caught up, had some wings. We're, we're hanging out at this uh, little restaurant um, in old Toronto. And we see that this, there's a park like immediately across from where we were sitting. And uh, there was a lesbian couple making out very passionately. Like, I'm not talking about like, I'm talking about like, yo, holding each other's face, like really making love to each other's face. Part of me was like, wow, that's really beautiful. You know, that they're able to just express themselves um, publicly and just not care that, you know, this is rush hour and there's a lot of people watching. But then I looked and there was a dude, like an older, balder, portlier man walking his dog. And he stopped and just stared. And he was just like, this was, you know, uh, a pay-per-view boxing match for him. Like he was just glued to this moment. And I'm like, yeah, this guy is, he's kind of taking all of the love out of the moment and he's making it real perverse. And it got so bad that he actually ended up following these girls as they continue to roam through the park holding hands. And I'm like, yo, this guy is, this guy's on some different type of demon time. So um, I tried to actually record him while they were making out, but you know, they, they all kind of just vanished by the time I took my camera out, which is, it's kind of interesting that they have those Ray-Ban glasses now that you can kind of uh, just have recording. And what I like about the, the feature that shows you that somebody's recording is that there's a light that lights up. But I think, some people are going to obviously try to like black that out just to make it seem like it's just some regular sunglasses and then do some real creepy, pervy, um, voyeur-esque shit. Um, but I do like that type of technology because sometimes you do miss moments. It doesn't have to be something so, you know, erotic. It could just be that, you know, you're at a show or 
you know, uh, you see an altercation outside or whatever the case may be. And just having that easy accessibility of just maybe tapping a button on your glasses and recording that moment will be kind of interesting. But that's neither here nor is it there. Um, all right. So I'm obviously going to keep this brief because it's Caravana weekend. As much as I am still recovering, I don't know if you can tell by the shakiness in my voice, but it's been a a wild and tumultuous 48 hours, but I, um, I might be having to step out again. I actually do have a constructive meeting after this, but, um, the rest of my night will not be constructive. It'll definitely be filled with debauchery. So what I wanted to, uh, to touch on here was something, and this is again, like I cruise through TikTok and there's a lot of divisive stuff. And, you know, last episode, I didn't want to share too many videos because, um, one, I'm scared of getting copyright stricken all the time, but also, um, I think that sometimes like whenever I bring up a subject, odds are it's a pretty, you know, big one that everyone's slightly familiar with. So my goal is not to, to choose a side, but really just to kind of give some perspective as to how both sides can be right now correct me if i'm wrong i feel like this guy thinks that he's doing good things or that he has good intentions but there's just something off about this whole person's demeanor now i'm gonna pull up a few videos and i downloaded these off of tiktok a while ago like probably a month maybe two months ago and i kept meaning to bring it up and for whatever reason it just kind of get kept getting uh tucked away and i i would never actually get to it but Something about this guy, and I've I've brought this is not the first time I play one of his videos, by the way. Around the holidays, he had a, a similar video um where he does these like uh he tries to paint the perspective of or establish where we're at in the world in terms of our greed and the things that um we're motivated by and so on. But I I have a, this really, really weird feeling when people are trying to push the agenda of, you know, yeah, we need to love each other more and we need to care for each other. And it just seems like this guy's whole shtick is like really pushing love back into the forefront. But there's something real dirty and icky about the way that he's doing it. So I'm going to play these videos. I haven't watched these since I downloaded them. So I don't know how relevant all of these are, but um, we're just going to kind of go through them and and see what this uh what this guy's doing here and i might also have to mute it because the music is probably not uh copyright free man tried to rob me and fight breaks out Okay, so you can tell that there was a guy, maybe he was slightly inebriated or whatever the case was. Now, if you're just listening in, this guy has a sign up that says love or money. And then he's got a little pot full of roses and then he's holding up a sign that where it says love or money, he's got a bunch of $20 bills kind of taped onto it. And people kind of come and make their decision on whether or not they want 20 bucks 
or if they want a rose. But now here's my thing, right? Why does a rose have to symbolize love? Especially in today's day and age where everyone is just, you know, constantly complaining about how tough the economy is. Isn't giving money out of the kindness of your heart also considered love? Isn't it paying it forward? You know, I'll put it this way. I was walking down the street. We just came out the LCBO, me and my homie Famos. We popped out the LCBO. We had all this liquor. And I saw this girl give her lighter up to some guy who's trying to spark his joint. She could have just lit it, swerved, or just said, no, sorry. She actually gave the lighter. So to pay it forward, ended up just giving her uh, whatever we had, like a, one of those like uh, seltzer drinks or whatever. And we ended up, you know, walking with her, talking, blah, blah, blah. And, um, you know, she was, she was nice. But sometimes you don't have to be like, could you imagine if, if um, the guy was like, hey, do you have a light? And he's like, well, I could light your thing or you could take this $20. The lighter symbolizes love, but the money just means that you're a greedy, greedy money hungry pig. It's like, yo, whoa, 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 whoa. Why is it got to be all that? So, I mean, don't give people the option and then immediately criticize them for the option that they've chosen as if you're some sort of superior being. So now there's a part two to this video where it shows the confrontation between this guy who um, the guy puts as a caption. He says, he said he wanted the money for drugs. I told him, take a step back. I'm not supporting your drug habit. But then he tried to rob me. Very dramatic caption. So let's play the video. He said he wanted the money for drugs. I told him take a step back. I'm not supporting your drug habit, but then he tried to rob me. I received thousands of messages telling me this man has an extensive criminal record and he's really dangerous. I found one of his articles online. Here it is. I know I'm a walking target because I put myself out there. If this is what needs to be done to make a change in the world, then I'm ready for it. Like, here's the thing that irks me about this guy. One... I don't know where his accent's from, but it bothers me a little bit, if I'm being honest. And that might be prejudice, and I might have lost you right there. But look, I'm keeping it a 1,000. So this guy is essentially categorizing himself as like a modern-day martyr for love and peace. Meanwhile, some guy comes up to you and is honest and says, look, I'm going to take this money, and I'm going to go get myself some drugs. Now, look, if you don't want to support someone's drug habits, so be it. Fine. But then you're now shaming this person, putting up articles, showing that this guy has an extensive, you know, criminal record and whatever else. Like that's not showing love and acceptance and kindness and forgiveness and so on and so forth. And like, why don't you instead of saying like, hey, I'm going to post you on my TikTok and expose how fucking nutty you are. Why don't you say, hey, look, why don't I take you out for a meal? We'll talk. I'll get to know you. Let me find out your history. Why did you end up in the situation that you're in? And then he's like, yo, if you do that to me again, I'm going to roll up on you and talk about, oh, yeah, you know, uh, if this is what I have to do. It's like, motherfucker, this is a security guard literally mediating the entire situation. And with all the dye in your beard, I can't imagine you're that great of a fighter either. But I, I, there's just something about this guy and his approach and his his way of doing his thing. And he's in Toronto. So there may be there's a small chance that he comes across this footage. And if look, if you want to have the conversation, let's have the conversation. I'll poke holes in your whole fucking campaign, your whole or and whatever else. Because ultimately, it's like, look, I know people who are actually out there really trying to make a difference. 
And it ain't for the TikTok likes, dog. I think you can do both, but not this way. This ain't the one. So I'm gonna play one more video here. And again, it's it's showing this like, he has this, this attitude where it's just like, he gets so frustrated with these confrontations when in his head, he's like, everyone should just be praising me for my things. But it's like, yo, not everyone's on your type of time, bro. And obviously if we're living in a, a world that needs healing, you gotta be tolerant of some of the things you face. So he says here, 911, what's your emergency? Security. Someone is paying for people's groceries. 911, sending all the units, right? All right, a little dramatic. Let's play the clip. Buying people's groceries gone wrong. Can you tell him to come outside and talk to us? Why won't he come? Why is he putting you there? Tell him to come talk to me. All I was doing for your customers was paying for people's groceries. $55 over there. I just want you to know yourself that I get paid. That they lie to you. I don't think they trespass me. I get over Just the thing how she said, I didn't pay for anybody. That's what they're saying. Because I bought it on my bank account. Like he has such a like egotistical attitude about him. Like, I get it. You walked in line, you paid for somebody's groceries, but I've seen a lot of these videos kind of go south. And I think the reason being is that people are kind of thrown off. Like, I get that you're doing a kind deed, but, you know, take the drizzy approach. Go on the motherfucking microphone, the megaphone and say, yo, everybody right now, if you're in the store, I'm gonna pay for your groceries. That way they know what time it is. But if I just see some random dude with a lot of dye in his beard, quickly go past my machine, tap something and swerve, bro, there's scammers right now. Anything can be a scam. So I don't know what your intentions are. And it's like, yo, if, if let's say he's, you know, if he goes up to somebody and says, hey, look, I know this is really awkward and abrupt. I'm just making some content for TikTok. I'm trying to pay, pay it forward, do a nice deed. I'm just going to, you know, pay for your groceries. Cool. So be it. But don't fucking challenge people and be so angry to, to all the staff around just trying to, you know, compute what's going on here. Like, look, I'm going to show you. I paid for it. Like, I did it. I did, I did what I was supposed to do. He's just so confrontational about it. Like, bro like there's just something real icky about this guy and he's given very much his fugazi profit vibes and i'm just i don't know maybe i'm crazy if you think i'm out of line if you think i'm out of pocket if you think if i'm exaggerating you think this guy is the greatest guy ever please challenge me and tell me or show me something of his that you know doesn't give you the ick because when i watch this guy's fucking videos there's just something so cringy about it it's not the fact that he has zero communication skills and he's a terrible orator and can't actually whenever he's given these you know speeches to the camera his hands are flailing around everywhere trying to show his conviction and his passion but there's just something so disingenuous about his approach and his tactics and he just has this like superiority complex where he just feels like he's just so much better and so much more woke and like you know i'm gonna change the world by doing these little fucking tiktoks and it's like nah dog save your ducks create a foundation you know, really try to make a, a stamp, but don't, you know, look down at people who are going through it or people who are just, you know, down bad at the moment or, or people who challenge you when you think you're doing a good deed. It's like niggas didn't ask you for all that. So like, just take a step back and reevaluate, assess, bro. So I don't know. All that to be said, uh, I'm hungover. You guys are getting a, a quickie today. It is what it is. I'll be back next week. Um, I, again, the thing that I'm, I'm doing tonight is to actually be putting out more content. So stay tuned for that. Also, the thing I've been teasing in terms of announcements, I've just submitted some uh, 
you know, some background documentation. So the wheels are turning. So, you know, I may have at the end of the day, if I don't have an announcement in, let's say, realistically a month's time, then it just didn't pan out. But if I do have an announcement, please believe it's going to be something exciting. It's the first of its kind. You know, it's overseas. It's a couple of weeks long and it involves me potentially, you know, finding the one. So we're all here for that. But anyways, I thank you very much for listening. Make sure you like, follow, subscribe, share with a friend, and I'll see you all next Monday. Peace.